0: hey what's up everybody welcome to unfastened where we discuss the intersection between health wellness travel and mindfulness so you can live a little bit more unfastened hey saloni
1: hi seeth how are you doing
0: I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Cool. So we're going to be waiting for our other guest here in the shop. Two of my Canadians have joined me today, and (laughs) this is in light of me being here in Canada. So we're going to have a great talk on sleep today. Sloney, did you get a good night's sleep yesterday?
1: Yes, and I even took a nap this afternoon. So
0: Oh my god, naps are amazing. How long was your nap? Was it like a 30 minute?
1: Uh, I think it was more like an hour.
0: Oh. I girl. don't know.
1: Sometimes with the pandemic time is just it's not relevant anymore it seems.
0: I know. We've lost all track of like time of like I feel like we don't even need to sleep at night anymore. Like we could just watch TV at night. <laughs> right?
1: Well, on weekends, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, on weekends, maybe. We want to keep a routine because hopefully we're going to yes. get back to normal and then we're going to... Our whole circadian rhythm is going to be fucked up, so... Yeah. We need to... <laughs> well, why don't we get started? Because I know this shop loves to be fashionably late. Um, <laughs> So... As I mentioned, like, sleep is, I don't know, you, you work in medicine. You, I'm sure you've heard of sleep being, like, the big new thing in health and wellness. You know, Apple ha- Watch has introduced its sleep tracker. Sleep tracking is, like, huge now. I use the WHOOP bracelet. I'm sure you've heard how important sleep is.
1: Uh, yeah. Like, uh, there is a lot of, like, tracking of sleep and, like, your REM sleep and your different stages of sleep. Exactly, um, and I I I guess some people do find it useful. Do you find it useful with sleep?
0: I do. I think sleep we I never really took it seriously. Like we always would hear our parents say get to bed early when we were little and we were like, Yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna stay up and like <laughs> I know <laughs> watch a bunch of TV or Oh here, we have our other our other guest arrived. nishaf hello. Hello. How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Saloni and I have started a very interesting discussion on sleep. And so we just started. So I'll just quickly introduce Nishoth and I'll also reintroduce Saloni because I didn't do a proper introduction. But these are two of my old McGill buddies. We all went to school here in Canada together. And I was mentioning to Saloni how fitting it is that we're all kind of in Canada, but in lockdown right now. (laughs) So... So, yeah, we um, we started talking about how this year sleep has become a really big topic in the health and wellness community, and um, Saloni was mentioning how, you know, she also has heard about this in the health and sleep tracking has become big. Have you kind of picked up on this, Nishab?
2: No, I haven't picked up on the sleep tracking, although, you know, sleep was a big issue for me Uh maybe three years ago about almost four years ago when my kid was born and I looked into a lot of things like you know using melatonin to for you know improved sleep and meditation chamomile tea all that kind of stuff because sleep was hard to get Um, but I never got into the tracking stuff did you?
0: Yeah like we like as I was telling Saloni earlier like we've all heard uh, basically our parents from the get-go, I've been saying get to bed early, but we never really took that seriously. But now with the health and wellness community kind of focusing more on tracking your sleep, um, I've definitely gotten really into it and I see the benefits of it. But so, I mean, when it comes to, you had mentioned the shots, like you tried a bunch of things like tea and melatonin. Was this because you were going through a pregnancy and you, you you knew you needed to get sleep for that or...
2: Uh no, it was post
0: birth. Oh, I mean. post.
2: Yeah. So because it was just, you know, the baby has terrible sleep cycles. So you have to kind of adapt right. to that and try to sleep in these short bursts or mm-hmm. you know and then sometimes you haven't slept so long that now your body doesn't want to sleep. Oh wow. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. I can't imagine. Scary. That.
1: I want to sleep all the time.
0: It's like the opposite of, like, yeah, like when you're, I was going to say the opposite of insomnia, but I guess that is insomnia, right? When you, you can't sleep. <laughs> I mean, it was a very
2: strange phenomenon because, um, you know, here I was, like I barely slept in like, you know, 24 hours and I was super wired and I, I just couldn't sleep. <laughs> Despite having been up for so long. So, I don't know. It was weird. There were phases like that. It's wow. true. Do you remember
0: when we all used to cram for like exams? And yeah, there's a threshold. <laughs> if you pass that sleepy threshold, then you just are like You're wide awake. awake for the rest yeah. of the day. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, basically, in a nutshell, the introduction to this podcast is just saying, you know, sleep has picked up really widely in the health and wellness community. It is tied to, if you listen to my last episode on heart rate variability, which is the super metric sleep really defines your HRV score. Sleep is tied to depression. Sleep is tied to health. Sleep is even tied to scientifically, there are studies on getting COVID-19, even though you might not be exposed, sleep helps your immune system sort of be more defensive. So based on sort of all the talk happening around sleep right now, I just wanted to have a light and easy conversation with you both on what you do right now to kind of prepare for bed if you have any kind of routines and what you can share with people. So, Saloni, let's start with you. What do you do to prepare? Do you do do, like wash your face or what do you do?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely have a skincare routine for my face, especially in Canada with like right now it's really cold and then you're heating all day, so it gets really dry uh, so I do have a routine for my face before I sleep. And I also, I put like hand cream on my hands and stuff before I sleep. So I do like to do those things. Um, apart from that, I don't really have, because the time I sleep kind of varies, just depending on how tired I am, I guess, with the day. Um, but yeah, I think mainly my routine would be around.
0: Sort of like self-love and yeah that kind of stuff. Cool. What about you, Nishat? What do you do to get to bed? And maybe what do you do? You can shed some light on what you do to get Danielle to bed.
2: (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think my kid's bedtime routine is a lot more elaborate than any (laughs) of mine. (laughs) And I mean, it's become a habit for him now. And I hope it's a lifelong habit, because it is a good habit. It's basically, you know, um, if he hasn't gone to school, um, and he's been home, usually, we'll give him a bath before he goes to bed. But Usually, if he does go to school, as soon as he gets home, I give him a bath. Um, so, usually, bath time is out. But otherwise, we'll start with bath time. And then we have, um, you know, we do, like, the brushing the teeth. And then we sit down. And then he has to read a book. Um, if if not, you know, multiple books. And then it's this humidifier that has to go on. And, you know, sometimes we'll put, like, the, this menthol kind of scent. There, so you know it's, its calming for him, and uh yeah, and then we we say some prayers, like uh, you know, um, I hope Tanu has a good sleep, you know he has good dreams, and blah blah, and then we adjust temperatures, and we put on a whole bunch of lotion, hand cream. <laughs> Oh girl, you go all the way.
0: I want you to come over and put me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should start a sleeping business.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, this is nothing. When he was a baby, we had a whole like spa routine for him because we would have a whole oil massage, right? Wow. He would get full body, full body oil massage, and then he would get a bath, and then you know.
0: Okay, you're not giving me a full body oil massage, (laughs) just for the record. (laughs) Wow, I think you know that's really inspiring. Like a lot of what, as we get older, what we did as children become more and more important to actually um, practice. Like I think it would be really interesting to. You know read a book and have a bath and all of these things that actually helped us because it's like something we we were nurtured with when we were children so it's very nostalgic right
2: absolutely and I I mean uh like often so I have a tough time falling asleep once I'm asleep I'm out like you know nothing can wake me um But falling asleep, it it takes me time and I feel like, you know, reading that book, that little routine I have with with my kid, it definitely helps to do it yourself, you know,
0: it is nice to do that. Absolutely. Hopefully you don't fall asleep (laughs) in the process of, you know, giving him a bath and putting the humidifier on and you just pass out because it's so peaceful.
2: (laughs) Oh, that, so I don't, I have a tough time falling asleep, but my husband falls asleep with him. Anytime he puts him to bed, every single day he sleeps and then he gets up and comes out. Wow.
0: <laughs> That's interesting that the, you brought up something about husbands. Saloni, I know you're recently married. Mm. I guess, what has it been? One year, two years, three years? <laughs>
1: uh, a little over a year, I guess. I mean, celebrations is a little over a year, but we officially first got married in 2018. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So how does, because that's interesting when Nishad mentioned about Bilal falling asleep, that makes me wonder, you know, did your bedtime routine have to adjust now that you're living and sleeping with Sven?
1: No, not really. I think for me, I, if, if Sven is in the room with me, like if he's not awake doing his own thing, like I fall asleep super quickly. Like I think it's just, it's I get like I guess it's more calming to have someone else with me I don't know but it's just very like I don't have problems falling asleep <laughs> so it's, right um, yeah I don't think my routine really changed like we both have our own kind of routine like he he does his stuff before he sleeps I do myself but
2: yeah but and what about you if- when you guys first started like living together, did you have a tough time falling asleep, or was it okay? No, never, never, never. I had an issue. Like I think initially, it was weird for me to share a bed, and I would, mm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep for like hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my
2: gosh! See, what about you? Do you
1: have? Is it different when you're just by yourself or when you're with someone?
0: someone um I don't really sleep with people that often maybe I haven't been lucky (laughs) I'm still single if anybody's out there you can take me but um I don't think I I have trouble falling asleep I definitely think there's like like a incubation period if that's the right right word (laughs) like (laughs) you know when you first meet somebody it's gonna be weird for the first few nights but I think if you're both respectful um, of each other, then, yeah, I think you just kind of your body naturally adjusts to it and you get used to it. Mm-hmm. And even so much to the point where maybe if your partner isn't there it feels anymore, weird. you yeah. can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're going to be wrapping up shortly. We don't want to, maybe we're going to, we've already put some people to sleep with this boring podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> um I've definitely being sort of a health and wellness nut and really investing in my sleep. Like I wear the whoop bracelet on my bicep, which is a super cool um, fitness wearable. If you want to hear more about it, it's in uh, my last podcast, I mentioned it, but a couple hacks that I can impart that I've used this year, which has helped me sleep. Number one, invest in your pillow. I actually spent like $40 on a pillow and it is made a world of a difference in my sleep because all that tossing and turning is gone
1: hmm. it's amazing
0: what a pillow can oh do oh my god
1: i believe you i just remembered last year i had such bad neck pains and stuff and i just got like a, a special like you know what like a memory foam pillow which is kind of curved for your neck yeah. and it yeah. helps so much
2: i agree I attest to that as well we just when we moved to the new house a few months ago we were like oh we need to get rid of our old pillows and hmm and we we went to this like sleep store and we tried on a whole bunch of pillows and we selected the one we liked and honestly it has really made a difference too it's these memory foam pillows yeah for sure so good
0: yeah and like you said you do not order them on amazon like you it's so personal you have to go and try <laughs> each one
2: yeah i mean it was it's surprising true. like there were all, all the pillows we tried were memory foam but each one felt different. And then the guy, like, you know, the, the person in the store was guiding us through what to look for as well. And that, that really helped. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely three of us have said invest in your pillow. That is so, so important. The other thing I do, this is kind of a quirk thing that I do is I actually um it's called smudging, but, If you're not familiar with the term, like you can have um, sage leaf or they have Palo Santo. I'm into the kind of crystals and that kind of stuff. So Palo Santo is like a tree bark um, often found in South America. It's from the Palo Santo, I guess, tree. And I actually smudge my whole bed with it. Um, Like I burn it and I, I like whisk it over where I sleep. Um, each night and it's supposed to bring in positive energy sage is supposed to do the opposite it's supposed to push out uh, negative Mm -hmm. energy so I always smudge my bed every night um, before I go to bed and it's nice because it's kind of like spraying lavender on your bed like you feel like you're going into a new Mm. um, space oh cool so I do that and I've been trying something with, you know, those sleepy time teas, I've actually been trying that. And it's interesting, you actually do have way more deeper sleep, and I can see it on my tracking. So I don't know, do you guys drink any kind of sleepy tea to help induce it?
1: Whiskey? (laughs) That's sleepy tea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nightcap. (laughs) Sometimes a nightcap, (laughs) Good one. That's good. That actually helps people. Yeah, it does. (laughs) What about you? Yeah, I have
2: actually, I've tried uh, this um, chamomile lavender, you know, uh, tea. And there were some sleepy time teas at home. I think I've tried a whole bunch. I never stuck to it. Um, So I can't remember then. Like, you know, I know that during that whole uh, first year of baby time, I did need it because I was so wired from staying awake. Um, and it did help. And I, um, so so that tea, I think it was gifted to me by Preeti. It was a gift pack. <laughs> it was part of, it had um, this tea. It had a lavender um, body wash and lavender body gel. So I think all of that together helped because then I would take a bath with or a shower with the lavender body wash, which like calmed you down and you put like the body gel on and have the tea, all of that together, I think. It did help, for sure, because I was so wired, and it really calmed me down. Now, Wow.
0: Nice. I, really, I really like that. I, I like how, because, yeah, lavender has a really calming property, but I think the ritual you've done with lavender, where you take a shower, and then you put the gel, and then you drink the tea, it really, like, enhances the overall effect.
2: Yeah, I was really trying because I couldn't take any meds, right? Hmm. <laughs> Because I just had a baby, so I had to try all these like natural ways of relaxing and going to sleep and yeah, it it helped that to me.
0: Wow. Very cool. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. I mean, I'm I'm gonna try to do something tonight to change up my bedtime routine after this talk. I might take a nice hot bath and I don't have any lavender, but I have some cheap hotel Neutrogena <laughs> shampoo that I'll use as a bubble bath. <laughs> and we'll see i don't know maybe it'll put me in sleep well again thank you so much to uh, saloni and nishat for sharing a little bit of sleep and um we'll definitely catch you next time where we'll actually be talking about the opposite how how do you have wake-up routines all right we'll catch you later guys stay unfastened Hopefully, you guys found this podcast interesting. Maybe I put you to sleep, which means I did my job on this one. If you're not asleep, I would love to hear some hacks that you guys are doing to fall asleep. I am all ears. Or just let me know how I'm doing as a podcaster. Send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at ontherunways. And tune in next time. We're going to be talking about the complete opposite, how people actually get up and refreshed and ready for the day. Until then, stay unfastened.